Hello ladies, welcome to To A Woman's Heart where we uplift, motivate, encourage, and empower women. We are glad that you are joining us on tonight. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media outlets. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also, ladies, make sure you ask your questions and leave some comments. Join in on the conversation. You are here to be a part of this sisterhood. All right, we'll be on shortly. Check out the website, toawomansheart.com. Stay tuned. We're coming up next. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the final episode of the six-part series, The Expectation of a Woman. And I do thank you all for joining in. Make sure you follow us on all our social media outlets. I thank the ladies for being a part of this interesting conversation. <laughs> so we have Denise, Tammy, and my sister, and we're just going to, what was the word you used, Tammy? Culminate. There you go. <laughs> All the conversations that we had from the first series to the last, but we was just having conversations because, you know, when I watch things on TV and I hear conversation, we was talking about uh, the young lady who said that she was going to stay in her relationship because she was give, going to give her all to her partner and negate her own personal needs to satisfy his needs. And so we was just uh, talking about it. And Denise's response was, <laughs> Denise really didn't have a response. Because that face. All I know is that I, I, I trust I, God. That's what I said. All I know is I trust God. That's what I said. I, I just think that's that's crazy, you know. Uh, I think that's just crazy because I, I don't see how a relationship can last. You last like that. You're going to make yourself very unhappy. And I don't think the man will be happy either in the long run because you're essentially a pushover. He's getting everything he wants. What are you getting out of it? Nothing. You're not getting anything you want or anything you need. A relationship well, is supposed it's supposed to be a give and a take. Yeah. You're doing all the giving. What are you getting in, re in return? Nothing. That's unhealthy. She's getting in return a man. That's not enough. But how long are you going to hold that man by giving Right, because he doesn't have to do anything for He doesn't have to work for at all. What is he doing? I mean, like I said, again, he doesn't have to work for it. You're going to, if he said, like coming to America, bark like a dog. <laughs> what you gonna say? A big dog, a small dog, or what? I mean, come on. I mean, that's essentially what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, plus you're giving this man a lot of power. You're, you're giving up your power. You're surfing actually your power, and you're giving it all to this man, and you're getting nothing in return. Yeah. I get that some people really do have a genuine heart to serve. Even in their relationship, they want to do anything and strive just to make that other person happy. And it brings them great joy to, you know, bring happiness to that other person. However, I think it's important to 
receive also it has to be reciprocal Absolutely. like they're not doing anything genuinely for you even just because you know right. then i think ultimately it will end in lots of resentment at some point i think you'll start to resent that you were so giving of yourself and you didn't really get anything in return yeah because i just refuse to believe that and i'm i, I should say i refuse to well no i do refuse to believe it that there is a woman out there that you you want to be so um into this this man that you're you're just going to lose yourself basically trying to keep this man and that doesn't mean you're going to keep this man to me seems like you would probably push that would push him out a little quicker to me but that's just me yeah yeah but mm -hmm. you 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 spend you spend all your time and what is it within you that you feel like that you have to cater to somebody and you don't feel like your needs are just as important as the person to whom you're in a relationship, whether it be a dating relationship or whether it be a marriage, because this can go whether you're dating or whether you're married. There are some women who actually cater to their husbands and they negate them as being a woman. So the husband is taking care of from the rooter to the tutor, and then you're sitting over here miserable because your needs are not being met. Mm -hmm. And like Tammy said, you end up with resentment, but it also steals your life. Yeah, steal your life. Even even it can still steal your life. Even sometime when you do speak up and you still don't get it. Trust me, I know. Don't ask me how I know, but I know. And and you can uh, end up with resentment. So not to even try to say anything or say anything at all, you just really pushing the envelope, in my opinion, uh, for for that resentment to come because you'll look up two, three, five years down the line, wondering what the hell happened. Yeah. But do we really know as women, some of us, do we really know what we want for ourselves? Do we really know that when we talking about going into a relationship, do we really appreciate who we are and are we really whole? Very good question. I would probably say no to a degree, especially if you're in a relationship, I think sometime, or if you're married sometime because there's so much going on, uh, we don't take the time out for ourselves like we should. And so we don't, really spend a long time with ourselves figuring out what is it that I want? You know, what makes me happy? What doesn't make me happy? You know, mm -hmm. so you don't, so a lot of times you have no idea. I would agree. A lot of times you don't know that you don't like something that, that you, or that you do like something sometimes until you're like in a relationship with someone, mm -hmm. right? Some things you just don't know. I mean, yeah, we can say like super high level, I want him to, you know, treat me right and have a good heart and be kind and be, you know, right. passionate and all that good stuff. But once you really get into a relationship with someone and what if like after he eats, you know what I'm saying? He always do like a little jig or something. You know what I'm saying? And that just that irritates you. It's just certain things you just don't know, like on the on the surface until you get in there. But it's also um it's also good to make sure that you stay in tune with who you are right. and know how to effectively communicate. You know, when something's kind of like pressing you and getting on your nerve, how to effectively communicate with your partner and be like, okay, yeah, that kind of bothers me. I don't like when you 
you know, hike up your left pant leg after you ate too much. I don't know, whatever, whatever that thing is for you. But fully to answer your question, fully, no. I mean, I think that you should have some form of expectations. Like, you know, he has to be respectful or maybe, you right. know, open up the doors is big for you. You know, have a good relationship with God. If he has children, make sure he has healthy relationship with his children, you know. Make sure that he's sane. You know, he ain't chopped nobody up in the backyard. Nothing like that. So that high level stuff, I think you can you can kind of say you should know from a woman coming into something. Yeah, you should kind of know what direction you want to go into. But if you've been in a relationship and you've had relationship, you each relationship, you're supposed to learn something. From yeah, you and you're should. supposed to learn something about yourself. You so in that sense, when you're moving forward, there are some things that you can't have that conversation about. Yeah. Some things that you learn from prior relationships, you're not going to take into the next relationship true. at all. Yeah, that's true. That I mean, I, I would agree. I can speak from experience. I like a man who's sweet. But define sweet because you know I'm gonna say define sweet. I mean, a different man. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh yeah, my bad. Uh, kind, kind, very considerate. Very, you know, yes, very, very kind, very romantic, very thoughtful. Okay. Um, is what I'm I'm trying to say, which in, in my roundabout way to me, I consider uh as being being sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Okay. So do you think we as women are good communicators? Not all the time, no. Yeah, I would say yes and no. Sometimes we can be, sometimes not so much. Um, but then sometimes we over communicate too much. Mm-hmm. I know I do sometimes. No, that, that could be true. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 Is that a good and one? I've learned like in relationships, sometimes uh, you know the old saying used to go, you got to know when to hold them and know when to know fold them. And know that every fight ain't a fight to fight, right? It took right. me a very long time. Yeah. I've been married a long time. I've been married almost 12 years. It took me a very long time to understand what that is. Because I used to be the type of person where if we arguing right now, I want us to get it over with right now. I want to talk about it mm-hmm. right now, right here, right now, because my spirit is not going to rest well. Right. Yeah. If I'm still up in the uproar, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't rest, but in my uh growing more seasoned, more seasoned is being put on my on my poultry. I've learned that okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. gonna give you your space. Right, yeah. I'm gonna give you your time to process, and it's also gonna allow me time to process because I am a screamer, I am a hollerer, it's I've 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 got it from my parents. And so I realized, like me hollering at him and screaming at him, does nothing but go in one ear and out the other ear, yeah. and it essentially pisses him off. And then he's pissed off because he's pissed off at me, and now I'm pissed off at him because I feel like he's not listening to what I'm saying, right. you know. And so now, when we're supposed to be communicating and talking to each other, now right. it's because we're talking at each other. Yeah. yeah. And now I start bringing up stuff that happened five weeks ago that probably really didn't mean to hear beans. But because I'm mad now, and I feel like when I'm talking to you, you're not understanding me. Now I got a problem. And then I've learned to be like, okay, I want you to listen to me with your ears, but I want you to hear me with your heart. Exactly. Don't just automatically process what I'm saying because you and you on the defense. No, that's not. A, I don't want you to do that. But again, 
that's taking a lot of time. Yeah. A whole yeah. lot of time, a whole lot of fights, and a whole lot of not fights, but arguments. Yeah. So you've learned to marinate a little bit that season. Yes. To, You're learning to, to marinate. Right. And all the time, I promise you, it's not, it's not always easy. Especially because right. y'all know how me and I, you know what I'm saying? You tell them like yesterday, I told you that the light bill is due on Monday, right? And then you come back and you ask me again, what did you say was due? Now I got to keep telling you a hundred times that the light bill is due on Monday. I just told you 30 times that the light bill is due on Monday. The light bill is due on Monday. I done put it in the family calendar that the light bill due. I done sent you a text. You know, we having general conversation. Don't forget the light bill due on Monday. You know, then that just kind of frustrates you. Now you didn't throw me in the sun. Because yeah. I'm tired of keep telling you. But even in that, I've learned he don't think like I think. You know what I'm saying? Those things are like at the front of my mind. Him, he, he care about two bills, the rent and the car note. That's all he care about. Yeah. Everything else, he expected for me to tell him. Yeah. I shouldn't have to, but it's what he expected. Okay, so here is something you just mentioned, and, and I know this happened a lot. When women get into arguments and you had this argument prior to a couple of weeks or a couple of months and you think this argument has settled and then you get into the heated argument and then all this stuff get pulled in to the last argument. <laughs> Why is that you think that we pull all the old stuff and bring it up to the forefront again? And when it's been settled, supposedly in the last couple of arguments right but has it really been settled because clearly i'm right. still a little, i'm still a little perturbed, a little perturbed. <laughs> that's true it probably hasn't been settled and then i would say to me looking back at it i would say it's probably 50 50 50 percent of it hasn't been settled and 50 percent of you probably got it from your parents because that's where i got mine from mm. i mean and that's yeah, where i got mine from in the way in the way in saying that it hasn't been settled because oftentimes you know how you really don't agree with what the other person is saying but for the sake of moving on and agreeing to disagree you just say okay fine let's we're good let's just squash it okay i get it I understand. but you're really still seething about that thing because to the core of you is you're not it's, you're not settled you're not ready to forgive and move on because it still ticks you off so right. you know that's the reason that I bring I do I am guilty of that I do bring things up because in that in the moment I may just be over it and say fine yeah. it's not even worth continuing this argument let's just forget it okay fine whatever let's move on but when I'm heated again now it's all coming back because I never really got over it the first time true yeah I, I would I would I would agree especially if this happened uh, it's been something that's happened uh, uh, many times. Yeah. Um, and again, like you said, it really hasn't been resolved because it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up. I've realized about myself is I need resolution. Yeah. For me now I, that I'm a little more seasoned now, I realize that now I need resolution. And for me now, I've also realized that I, I don't like to scream and holler anymore, Denise. Uh, in a relationship, I'm too, mama. Uh, you are. I, I would. I would say that you definitely are. Uh, I find now that I like to do things more laid back now. Yeah. You know, let's not 
go there. You know, let's try to use, as Tamika would say, use our inside voices. <laughs> and let's come to a resolution, hopefully, that we both uh, can be happy with. Yeah, I, I think it's just a waste of blood pressure because when you're screaming at each other, all you're doing is just getting right. yourself heated yeah. and no resolution is yeah. coming out of the conversation. Yeah, because nobody can hear. Neither, right. part, neither party is really listening to what the other has to say. You're just screaming and hollering. But like I said, now, you know, I'm realizing, okay, that there's a better way to, to deal with this or handle this. Okay, so the, here it leads to this question. So you done had this heated argument, right? Whether it's your husband or your mate. And the mates like, okay, baby, you know, y'all heated and they start rubbing and touching. Now they want to get physical. Do you keep the anger or do you put the anger to the side and you go ahead and do your thing? I'm petty. I'm keeping the anger. <laughs> I, yeah. At I, least you know that about yourself, though. I, I used to be the same way. I used to be the same way. I'd be petty and keep the anger. Um, I'm kind of half and half. It kind of depends. I ain't getting the anger. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, it kind of depends. Like <laughs> if, it depends on like if he leave out or something, you know, if he go, you know, whatever. Now, well, well, yeah, probably not keeping that because he usually like go off and I go off and then we'll kind of come back and then be like, you know, let's consummate this thing yet again. But yeah, which other way to win, blow? I'm angry and I'm, I'm, you know. Heated, I'm not heated. Like if I'm heated up here, I'm not heated. I totally you ain't heated nowhere else. Yeah, for me, it's a it connects to all levels for me. It does. Yeah, I never learned to separate. I mean, no. What she's saying is like if if y'all you done arguing right, and then he sit on the couch and you sitting on the couch, and he start you know. Talking sweet nothings or something, saying, "Baby, you know I sh you sure do look good. You know you look good when you got when you so mad and when you fussing at me. You sure do look good." And then they kiss you right here, and then they kiss you right there. Now you come on, now for real, that might work, Denise. I ain't gonna lie. That's what works. That might work. But if he start rubbing my feet, then maybe. That's why I said if he know what gets, if he know what, like, okay, let me let me swing on around. You know what I'm saying? Right. If he know how to woo, right? You know, baby, you showed to look good when you was cussing me out. That just turned me up. You know, me. And <laughs> Look, by any means necessary, that's all they think about. They are. They are. It's so dumb. But whatever. I've heard say that would work. You know what I'm talking about. You know they start, and then you next thing you know. You just going with the flow. You going with the flow. Then yeah, you ain't mad no more. I, 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 you I, ain't mad no more. Good, I think it's good it that good. you know he can he know how to take you out of that place where you're yeah. so angry. Right. You know, and even though the argument may be legitimate, you know, you have a right to be upset. And then 
instead of saying i apologize you know that may be his way of saying babe you know i like like denise said you know the way you look when you upset you get the little crinkle in your forehead and all this stuff you know right. play with your feet and and, right. and and all that rub your back you know right <laughs> and then next thing you know what that's all <laughs> I first said, bam. Right. Bam. That's right. Bam. Bam. It didn't happen. It's on and popping. Now you'd have forgot all about what you was arguing about. Who I started hauling at who first. All that that went out this window right, right here. Exactly. And it's not good to go to bed angry anyway. I've been told that for years. Yeah. That you should never go to bed angry. Yeah. Well, for I think sometimes that's said and done. I think. I think that comes with like time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Growth. Um, yeah. because it is, it's so much. I remember when I first got married, they was like, Yeah, never go to bed angry, always settle the problem. And when you get there, that whole don't go to bed angry goes completely out of window. Mm -hmm. Because you're still heated in that moment, you're still upset. Like I said, it takes time to yeah. you know, to get to that point. So like, okay, we can sit down and let's talk about it. Let's talk it out, but because sometimes as a woman, I know it's something I used to do. Uh, I used I, I need to prove my point, right? You know, in, in this uh, argument that we're having, I need I need to prove my point. And and down through the years, I've learned it proving the point really don't matter, sis. It it, mm -hmm. it don't matter trying to prove this point. But like mm -hmm. we said again, it comes down to time. Yeah. Okay, so here, here's a question. Um. So I've heard this too, and with a girl I used to work with, you know, when they she talk about her husband is at work and he sees another lady and she like she dresses up. You say you have a worker was in your building say how nice you look, but his wife does not do that. Mm -hmm. Don't dress up, don't put on makeup, don't fix herself up, none of that. Mm -hmm. And so I asked the girl, I said, But why you don't do it? She said, Because um my husband don't like that. But do he really? Or does he or does he not? Because mm. most men are visual. Exactly. Mm. And they do like you to look. So if I'm coming home every day and I see my wife in a bonnet, a head scarf, and some PJs, and then I'm going outside every day. Every day. And I'm seeing mm -hmm. Sally, Mary, mm -hmm. uh, Sarah. She got her hair done, her nails done. She's smelling good. She's looking good. And then I go home and I walk in the door and you still look the same way when I left this morning. Mm -hmm. And then things start to yeah. kind of divide when you wonder how did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got I think some women think it out of context too because I know a lot of women, I've heard a lot of women say like, oh, you know, you don't like, you don't like the makeup, you don't like me to get all dolled up and stuff like that. I have heard women say that, but I think it's taken out of context. He want he wants you to take care of yourself. Self-care oh is still important. He may not want you with a whole face full of makeup and the 10-inch lashes and the hair down your booty. Right. They don't necessarily fancy that so much, but it doesn't mean that you don't have to take care of yourself. It's okay to put on a little powder every now and again, a, a little natural beat. And, you know, change your clothes. Like, I do work from home. And I do make it a point. I don't get dressed, dressed to the nines. But I never sit in my, what I wake up in, I wake up, I still take my shower. I still put something on. It may be house clothes, 
you know, like a company t-shirt and some leggings, but I'm not going to stay in my pajamas all day because I am conscious of that. Like he left and I'm looking this way. I want him to come home and see, oh, okay, well you did get up. You do look productive today. It matters to them because they are visual. They do want to come home and see that you still taking, you know, you, you're taking care of yourself. And that's a turn on for them. A woman that takes care of herself is a turn on. But I think you should not just do it for him. I think you should do it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you do it for yourself and make yourself look, look pretty and feel pretty, mm -hmm. then that's just an extra additive right. for him. So I don't think that, and some days I'm in the house, I'll, and then he'll test it is, I'll get up and put on a full beat, mm -hmm. put on my hair, Right, and if you see me, you like where you going? Nowhere. <laughs> and and it's, and I work at the hospital, and so I go to work obviously every day. And you know, sometimes I do a little extra. You know, some people be like, "Um, where you going when you leave here, home?" Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just that's how I felt today. You know, I will tell you. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you feel do things for yourself. Right. And I think a lot of women miss that. It doesn't take if your husband right. or your boyfriend say, Well, I don't like a lot of makeup. Yeah, you can compromise on that. But you still should not neglect, as Tammy said, it's all about self-care. Right. It's right. all about taking care Absolutely. of yourself. Right. That's important because when you look at that that woman in the mirror and you like, I'm cute. Yeah. That changed your whole aura. Absolutely. When you put some clothes on, you're smelling good. And then when your man come up behind you, he was like, babe, you yeah. looking mighty spicy tonight. Then that makes you feel extra good. It does. It really does. And it's not even all about the makeup because, I mean, a lot of women don't wear makeup and they don't have to. You shouldn't have to. Men don't like it. Most people don't like the feel of makeup on. Some women don't like the feel of makeup on their face because they have sensitive skin or whatever. It's not mm -hmm. about that. That's why I said I think it just gets taken out of context. But mm -hmm. taking care of yourself. You know, right. you can get up and, and lay your edges down. Exactly. <laughs> you can get up and get out of your sleepwear, you know, right. do something a little special. It does make you feel that much better about yourself. You're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ever said, have a romper on. And they are comfortable. Or a moo moo. They like them mu mews. No, the, the moo moo's are cute too. Easy you access. know why they like the moo moos right there. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think, you know, just just go ahead and, and be your better self. Because when he start people, you you walking around and looking like you're looking, and then he start people outside, then you ask the question, what well, I wonder what happened. Yeah, well, you right. know what happened. They don't right. say you question what happened. My mama say the same thing you do to get them. You got same thing you got to do to keep them. So once you get them, you can't laxy daisy on right. your relationship. The relationship is still work, right. even after you commit the relationship. Absolutely. It's still work. It's still that work. work does not stop. And I told this young lady, I, she said, Well, I don't understand. I said, When you start a job, right? She said, Yeah. I said, You're not fully aware of everything the job requires, right? So every day you're in learning mode. You're learning something new every day about that job. Right. I said the same thing their relationship. Mm -hmm. Every day you're learning something new about their relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's a give and take. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes you got to give more, a little more. 
than you want to, but for the sake right. of the relationship, right? You know, you pick and choose your battle. Some things you address, and some things you just need to let us out, let the Lord handle it. He'll take it, and then the your mate will come back and say, "Baby, you know, I was thinking about the Lord, and pricked him enough for him to come back and say, I thought about this, and I come back and say, you was right, and I apologize.' So we don't have to argue about everything. We don't. Like Denise said, you have to pick and choose your battles. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Sometimes it's just not worth it. Exactly. Say a prayer about it and go on about your business. Exactly. Yeah. It's really, so really. I love that too. You got to pick somebody. Yeah. I, I don't. Some things, like you said, it really doesn't. It matters to me, but it doesn't matter to him. And does it really matter to the grand scheme of things? Does it matter to the household? No. <laughs> So I fuck it up and, and keep it moving, or just try to focus on the better thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy though. I mean, it's it's, it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah. We just got to admit it. But I say sometimes talking to yourself about some things right. is so much better because you can talk yourself out of situation that can plateau to something else. Right. You know, something small can end up being bigger than what it is. So yeah. that's what I say. So here. So here is something I watched last week. And this is a scenario. So there's two friends, right? And the friend is dating this guy and the guy get engaged. They heard her friend get engaged with the guy, right? But the friend has told uh, her girlfriend that her fiance has cheated on her while they was dating, right? And then the friend meets the fiance and asks the fiance, well, who was she? When did it happen? How did it happen? So do you think the friend is out of line for asking those questions? Mm, I think it depends on the friendship. I was about to say the same thing, Tim. I think it depends on the friendship. But she's asking the fiance this question. It depends on the friendship because I can I can see me asking my friend's fiance, what's really going on? Why what happened? Why? How do you know how did this happen? Because again, I'm thinking with the mind of my friend. If she's like, like a sister friend, like a really close friend, mm -hmm. I'm I'm thinking with the mind of her. And I'm sure that she's probably already asked, you know, asked these questions. But I think the majority of the time, if you have a really close friendship, right, with someone you have a semi-close friendship with their mate. You should. So I should be not that I'm getting all up in their all up in their business, but I, I can totally see me asking those types of questions. That'll be me. Yeah, but do you think it would be healthy for um the future husband and wife to be? <coughs> and would you think he'd be in agreement to you sticking your nose in something that don't belong? Probably not. I, yeah. I don't and I think. From, from that angle, no, but I still agree with Tim. I think it depends on the friendship, but the the, the, the friend may have to back, back up a lot because if they decide to get married and move forward, you, you're not in this. This this ain't the husband, the wife, and you. It's your husband and the wife. So yeah. you got to seek your way out. But here, here's, here's where, the, where the angle flips, and this happens a lot. So you go ahead and you marry this individual, mm -hmm. right? And it's just like you 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 marry, you're a married couple and you talk about we talked about this before. 
and you tell your we mentioned this sunday you tell your family certain things you know you're mad at your husband he did something that you know you didn't like and you tell your family well you know he did this and he peed me off and blah skip skippy now everybody in the family is mad at him and then you forgave him and moved on right and everybody else still mad yeah that's what i'm thinking like I, I, I'm even learning that now. Like it's certain things that you just would certain things you just can't share with friends. I don't care how close they are and you can't share with family because a lot of times what will happen is, is that you'll forgive them, but the family or the friend won't. Right. They're still nailing them to the cross for something that maybe you all in their relationship are actively working through. Maybe you have to rebuild trust or whatever the whatever that looks like to you. Right. But the family, the friend, they're still upset. So I think in that regard, you have to have you have to use some form of discernment and to know like you know when to share, when not to share. While I understand that everybody needs an outlet, we all need that. Write it down, talk to yourself, take it to the Lord in prayer. Because I'm telling you, it doesn't turn out well when you start sharing your most intimate, whether you're dating or married or engaged, when you start sharing those most intimate details, because your family is not forgiving as you, because you can rest assured, friend or family, they, they, I mean, if you talk amongst each other in the family, they're going to be like, girl, if I wasn't her, if I was her, I wouldn't even be doing that. And I won't be taking that. No, because if you were me, you would be doing exactly whatever whatever it is that I'm doing. Right now, you can offer up an opinion. You can give an encouraging word. But yeah. some things you have to learn how to just keep in the fold. And he, your partner is going to piss you off. You can you can write a check. That's going right. to happen. That's going to happen. That's, yeah. happen. That's not up for negotiation. But what you have to decide is, is, is this something, first of all, is it something that could potentially, you know, cause everybody else in the family in the rift? And if it does, then you just need to get it to right. write it down. Right. And then you, have, that way. you have to know uh, your friends and or your family. So yeah. if you know your friends and or your family. You should pretty much know what you can take to them and what you cannot. Just like Denise said, because this way, then you don't have to worry about any anybody uh getting mad or taking uh somebody's side or whatever have you because essentially you're still if they didn't ask for your advice any and even if they did ask for your advice this ain't this is not your relationship this is that person's relationship whether it be son daughter mom or sister brother cousin whoever it's yeah. their relationship it's their choice maybe it might not be the choice that you make but it's their choice let them work it out be just there for their support yeah, and move on with life. Treat the person, whoever it is, the same way you always treat it. This ain't none of your business to a degree. Yeah. yeah, but the bottom line, a lot of people don't know the whole story anyway. <clears throat> True. And it depends on who's telling the story. So if I'm in a relationship and I'm mad at my mate, I'm telling her from my perspective. Yeah. And I always I've always hated that. I've always been a person, if I I don't care if it's the pastor. We in council and I'm with the pastor. I look, look, I cussed them out. I'm just gonna tell you the way it is. I ain't gonna, I'm gonna tell on my own self. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm not gonna tell just from my point of view. Yeah, I probably could have had a better, but I was I was pissed off and 
I said whatever it is I said. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Because I think that's just fair. But like I said, that's just the way I look at it. But a lot of people are not. I know a lot of people don't. And, yeah, they don't look aspect at it like that. in the relationship. And hence why yeah. families end up uh, wedging in between yeah. the, the relationship. Yeah. And they end up going their separate ways right. because they allow other people, people to get in the middle when yeah. the relationship is with the two people. Like you said, Denise, it's not about everybody else. Right. It's, it's not. not. And even if I take him back, or even if we separate, now we won't, uh, like Diane said, we want everybody to be mad at the person because I'm mad at her. Mm -hmm. But that's your relationship because right. you mad at him, ain't got nothing to do with me. He ain't do nothing to me. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. if it don't involve yeah. being physical, he put his hands on you. Now, now his hands on you, that's yeah. a different that's story. But if y'all got an argument and y'all can't come to resolution yeah. and you just can't see no way to get it back together and you all decide to split, I'm not going to follow your lead because you mad. That's your relationship. Right. It's not mine. Right. And I had to tell somebody in my family that once upon a time, the first day with they had broke up or whatever, and um, they I was uh, having a renewal of vows at that time. Can you believe it? And they wanted to know where they were upset because I invited their ex to the to the renewal of vows, and I had to explain that was your relationship. Don't have to do with the relationship we had. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that you feel bad, but I don't know what to tell you. He's still invited if he want to come because that's none of my business. Mm -hmm. That's what you all have. The relationship that we have is something else totally different. Yeah. I, I think it just goes back to boundaries. Like, you know what boundaries to cross with who, right? And again, it goes back to knowing that friendship. There are definitely there i can see myself doing that with some but not all definitely because again i know my boundaries i'm not just going to insert myself where i know that it's going to cause additional friction or maybe cause some type of ruckus or potentially cause them to rift that would be i i never would want to do that but i think it just be doing it with being mindful of those boundaries some people you have a better rapport with than others and mm -hmm. you're able to have those types of right. straight conversations with them or straightforward conversations. And sometimes they may even tell the friend a little bit more than they can tell their spouse. Because again, maybe you can, maybe I can, you know, regurgitate it to her in a different way that where maybe she may understand some of it. But I think just knowing those boundaries would be important. That's and, a good point. Yeah. And understanding the relationship that you have with that individual, like you yeah. say, that, that that's true. So I, I can agree with that. Definitely 100%. So, I thank you, ladies. Mm -hmm. it's, it's been quite interesting. It's been real. It's been, been a twice. We didn't have some talk some sexual conversation. <laughs> we didn't talk about what's in the chest. We didn't talk about women making their sons, their husbands, and their boyfriends. We didn't talk about it all. So what have you all learned in these conversations about yourself that you didn't know? About ourselves? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm that shy. I don't think you're that shy neither. You're not shy. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Um, I have learned quite honestly, that I have very strong feelings about some things. Um, 
I don't think I, I knew that before embarking on this journey with you. Um, because I gotta always understand all sides and be, you know, fair. I don't want to be. Do y'all hear that? Mm -hmm. It's okay. Oh, I'm like, is it me? Okay. Um, yeah, I try to be fair. All sides and all opinions, and not that I can be easily swayed, but I try to be as understanding as I possibly can. Upon having these types of conversations and have, you know hearing different opinions, I've learned that I have I have very strong opinions. That's not good nor bad, but it just means I feel true. I'm true to what it is that I feel and what it is that I understand. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to have learned that about myself because, again, you you're like, oh, is that? Do I really feel like that? Do I really think that? I think I've learned that I'm very strong in my opinions. Denise, what did you learn? Um, I think I can kind of go with Tammy. I think people have always told me that, you know, I'm very passionate about when I feel something, you know what I'm saying? I'm rock solid there, you know, because <laughs> um, I typically am. But I will say, like, um, it has, you know, helped my own personal um, soul search to see, you know, especially I think the, the, the finding out what's like in your chest, you know, chest type yeah. of conversation that was like, okay, well, you know, I mean, it's like high level things that you know, that's legit there. I yeah. know that they're there, you know what I'm saying? But then when you really begin to like, look at it and be like, okay, these are some things that I really need to sit down and I really need to address, you know, a little bit more, you know, to be a better individual in society. Yeah, I think the conversation has helped to mirror um, yeah. to see some things about yourself because, you know, you know some things, but when you talk about them openly and you mm -hmm. have discussions, you True. realize that, you know, you thought you was good in this area, but you really wasn't as good as you thought you were. Right. There yeah. are some areas mm -hmm. that you could improve upon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we good at thinking that we're right all the time when True. we're not right True. all the time. And so these conversations has helped to realize, you know, you we all we I got some work to do. Yeah, we all do. I got some work to do with my temperament, with the way I look at things, the way I perceive things, and the way I digest things. True. Yeah. Very true. So I think the conversations was very helpful and very enlightening. And and again, the chest is the. It's the conversation that was the deepest for me the most yeah. because you pack away a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that you you feel comfortable just leaving it because you don't want to face it. You don't want to deal with it. Right. And so when the conversation unlock your chest, that means I got to open up and start digging because there are some things that's affecting me presently that, you know, you don't want to face and you don't want to deal with it. So I do thank you ladies for being a part of this lovely series. And I do hope that all the individuals who would listen to this replay, that you have gotten something out of all six of the series. And if you miss some, they're on YouTube. You can go back and listen to all six of them. And if you're on the Facebook group, you can listen to those series. And this is not to make anyone feel bad about themselves. This is just having a dialogue 
where we can understand some things. And sometimes just hearing it from somebody else will give you some confirmation on some things that we need to change or improve upon yeah. and take care of for ourselves. And it's just to help us to be our better, best selves going forward in life. And that's all we're here for, just to encourage, uplift, motivate, and empower women. That's it. And that's all. We all got a story. Everybody traveling their own roads, but you know. Hello. We all got a story. It's an uphill journey. It, it, it is. It's an uphill journey. And if you don't learn nothing, then that's a problem because we should learn from the things that we go through. Absolutely. You know, uh, that's a testament that you have overcame some things. We don't have to stay stuck. We can move forward. We don't have to live and wallow in our, mm -hmm. our, our, our things that we fell into that was not perfect because we all make mistakes. And that's right. all this is about. Just to know that we're all imperfect. Nobody's perfect but God. True. And you know, and if he can let us live to see another day, we can let everybody else live to see another day, True. even in the midst of their madness. So I thank you all for tuning in. Um, and Wednesday Nuggets is coming. That's what the Lord gave me next, called Wednesday Nuggets. I don't know what Wednesday Nuggets going to consist of, but it's called Wednesday Nuggets. Maybe it's some little jewels or some gems that I'll drop here and there. But look out for Wednesday Nuggets. Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey <see> Nuggets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to hold on, ladies. I'm going to end this. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Well, that concludes another episode of To a Woman's Heart, where we uplift motivate, encourage, and empower women. We do thank you for joining. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media outlets. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm asking that every woman would invite a woman. Wednesdays, we will be back at 7.30 having conversations. On Tuesday at 7.30, we are highlighting women in business. And please do check out the website, toawomansheart.com. Let us spread love. We're walking in greatness this year. Building, bonding, and believing in sisterhood. Working on becoming our better, best selves. Until we talk again.